Hey Couchers, it's Nikki here and on this episode I'm going to give you five top tips that I just really want you to hear as we start to close in on the end of 2021. A little bit of info, a little bit of guidance, a little bit of wisdom just for you from me. Hey, I'm Nikki Collinson Phoenix and I've been a chiropractor and therapist for over 20 years. And what I know is true is that so many incredible therapists just don't reach their full potential because they lack the skills, knowledge and confidence to rock their therapy businesses. In my community, The Profitable Couch, all we talk about is the business side of therapy and how you can create a business that makes a massive difference to those you serve whilst earning you that fabulous income that you deserve. In this podcast, we mix up trainings and inspiration to give your therapy business mojo a massive boost. Welcome to the Profitable Couch podcast. Hey Couchers, it's Nikki here today and today I want to talk to you about five little bits of tips and advice that I just want to give to you to just hopefully make your life feel a little bit easier. So if you're kind of getting down to the end of the year and you're feeling a little bit, I don't know, maybe a bit overwhelmed, a little bit stressed, there's Christmas, you're trying to wrap up year stuff, you might be trying to do business stuff for Christmas, you're thinking about the new year, you're reflecting on this year, all sorts of like, your head can be all over the place in December. And so I was just thinking about what I really wanted to talk to you guys on today's episode. And I just want to kind of reach out and give you five little tips just that may be something you need to hear right now stuff for you to think about um, as we go into next year whatever it is these were just five things I just thought do you know what if I could sit and chat with you right now what would I want to tell you so my top tip number one be kind to yourself right now it can be a really, really overwhelming period of time. And we can be really, really harsh on ourselves and put some ridiculous amounts of pressure on ourselves to deliver this fantastic Christmas, to, you know, try and finance these gifts that we probably can't really afford to buy and to make sure everyone has a great time. And and not all of us, but many of us tend to put quite a lot of pressure on making sure everyone else is having a great time. It's kind of just what happens in our industry because we're always such a giving industry in health and wellness. Our, our kind of innate draw is to make someone else feel better and to be the person that helps make someone else feel better and it can come at the expense of making yourself feel better so try and reduce the pressure like I want you to sit down and look at the things that you want to achieve between now and the new year and actually go is this really a deal breaker if I hold some of this over until January or maybe even to February will the world end if I relinquish this to-do list and chuck a load of it into next year will the world end if I do that can I actually just say do you know what I may not achieve x y and z by the end of December is it really that big a deal that I'm going to put myself to hell and back in order to hit an end of December goal that you set yourself at some point. If it's not a deal breaker, 
Like really, if it's not as important as you think it is, like when you're truly asking yourself, let it go, right? Just pass over stuff. Go down that little to-do list that you've set yourself and circle the things that really are priority stuff and just let everything ebb over into next year. Because do you know what? I know I say it a lot now. Life is just too flipping short to spend feeling stressed, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like cack and just trying to battle your way through life. Like, I just don't want you to battle your way through life. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. So right now, be really kind to yourself and reduce the pressure in whatever way you can and really ask yourself what can wait and let it wait. Okay, the second thing, and kind of, I guess what also I want to tap on to number one a little bit is about comparisonitis because sometimes this is a really bad time of year when we compare where what other people are doing is better than what I'm doing so therefore I need to up my game or I need to put pressure on myself to deliver even more because someone else is doing it so I should be able to do it so let's just let's park comparisonitis up I mean really let's park it up all the time but let's really park it up in December okay let's not get into the whole your Christmas lights are better than mine your uh your your business offering is better than mine your gift voucher is better than mine your presents you're going to get your kids are better than what I'm going to get my kids just let it go like seriously anything to do with comparisonitis if you're feeling yourself looking at other people's lives and comparing it to yours let it go it's not healthy it doesn't bring any value to your life let it go All right, number two, this is all around fear. I know that, you know, I've been working with some of you guys in uh, packages, people and profit um, course that I put together to do at the end of this year. And the word imposter syndrome and mind monkeys has has crept up all the time. And like it will. I'm not going to try and tell you that those mind monkeys don't come up. They will keep popping up all the time. But I just want to remind you a couple of things. And that is whenever you are learning something new, it doesn't matter whether it's a new, you know, you're learning to drive for the first time or you're learning to ice skate. Um, You're learning a new uh, modality of something. And whatever you're at the beginning of that journey, like it does feel new. It feels alien. It feels different you don't know what you're doing. You're like the newbie again. And so therefore, it's probably going to be a bit crap to start off with. And it might feel a bit shit because you're used to doing stuff that you know exactly what to do. You're used to being in your comfort zone. And when you bring something new into it, like it does feel you're going to make mistakes. Like just accept that you're going to make mistakes and it's all completely fine. And what I want you to do is when you start feeling all these mind monkeys coming up and you're feeling this fear is remind yourself of kind of what we say about the word fear, false evidence appearing real. F-E-A-R. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about, I've been I've been reading, I haven't read it for a long time and I wanted to really read it again. So this is, I guess, a little bit of a side caveat of a book recommendation is The Four Agreements and talking about how when you let things like the mind monkeys get in your way, you're almost casting out a spell on yourself. You're planting this seed of doubt. And one of the best ways to actually break the spell is to focus on actually what is truth. 
what is the true evidence? So fear is false evidence appearing real and actually sitting down and going, this is what my mind monkeys are telling me and blurbing that out on a piece of paper in one column and then writing down in the second column what is factually the truth. Because sometimes we can get so caught up in what our mind monkeys are telling us that it becomes completely irrational what they're saying to you. And it's not remotely based on any evidence or truth, but we allow ourselves to believe that over actually believing what the truth is. So let's try and accept that the mind monkeys will come up, but try not to be defined by them because as much as they're trying to keep you safe, they're also going to be holding you back. So remember, less of the fear, more of the truth. All right, number three is if you're stuck on something, whatever it is, just reach out and ask someone for help. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. There's no question can be too silly for you to ask. Everybody gets stuck on stuff. And sometimes we think that we can't ask for help because we're worried it's going to make us look stupid. And actually, the stupid bit is not asking for the help. Like if you reframe it to want to be at, to be stuck at one point and want to get to another point and because you don't quite understand, you don't ask for help. So therefore you stay at the point that you're stuck at because you didn't ask for the help. Actually, that's the stupid thing, not asking for help. Asking for help, advice, guidance or support, that's the clever thing to do. That is not the stupid bit. And I do crack up sometimes because I get messages. I had another one this week. And you'll know if it's you, if you're um, listening to this, saying I didn't want to ask this question in the group forum because I thought it, I would be a bit stupid or a bit silly. I can't remember the words. You know, at least you did reach out and ask me the question. But I wish, wish, wish more people would have the confidence to ask questions in the public domain. I wish people would have the confidence to ask questions full stop. So many times I'll work with somebody and someone will say, I said, why don't you, why don't you just ask me? Oh, because I thought, you know, I thought I'd look really stupid. And I'm like, well, you look really stupid because you didn't ask me. Or silly, let's get the words right. We're not allowed to say stupid. But you know what I'm saying. You say those words to yourself. You know what I mean when I say silly, stupid, whatever. But actually, reach out and ask for help. Just be okay with it. People like to help. You don't have to have all the answers. Sometimes you need to reach out and ask for help and ask for support. All right, number four is setting boundaries. That's even more important over the Christmas time when there's just so much stuff going on. But in general, like if you know as you're going to the end of this year that you've been a bit crap at setting boundaries for yourself within your life, within your business, please make a promise to yourself that moving forward, you are going to start setting healthier boundaries. That will be like having time where you're digital detoxing, having time when you're um, actually going to say no. That's a big one when it comes to boundaries, you know, educating your clients into when they can contact you, setting boundaries around invading into family time, whatever it is that you know that you are really rubbish at when it comes to boundaries. Can we sort of make a promise that next year the boundaries get a little bit more stronger and they actually are respected and they are adhered to? And that will start with you setting them in the first place. And then my last one 
true to you. Like, don't try to be somebody that you're not. The particularly, you know, in the online space, but even within, you know, local businesses and communities and stuff, you, you might have competition down the road and you're, you know, you're thinking, well, they're doing such and such that I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And, oh, look at what so-and-so is doing. Even in, in the online space, it's very easy to kind of tick back into that sort of, we mentioned before the comparisonitis thing and thinking, oh, well, if this is, this is what I must do, in order to achieve X, Y, Z, and I must be this kind of person to achieve X, Y, and Z. And it's all a load of BS. Just stay true to you. I've fallen down this trap in the past of thinking, I I need to tick this, this, and this box because this is what they say I should do and what I should be. And it's all a load of crap. The actual secret to it all is actually being unique, is being different. That's what will make you stand out amongst your competitors or amongst people that are around you doing similar stuff is being unique and being different, not trying to be the same as everybody else, because then you just look the same as everybody else. There's nothing special about you actually owning who you are, quirks and all, embracing them all and literally just living your true authentic life so from this day forth just embrace everything about you warts and all and say do you know what this is me know that some people will like you you will attract people to you for your uniqueness you will repel people because of your uniqueness and that is absolutely fine because You want to only be hanging out with the people that are attracted to your uniqueness because they're going to be the coolest people to work with and you are going to love working with them because working with them is easy and fluid because you are being your natural, authentic self. Trying to put on Oscar-winning performances to try and be somebody that you are, it's taxing, it's draining, it's unhealthy, it messes with your mental health, it is not a great place to be. So if you know that this year you possibly truly haven't been 100% true to you and all the quirks and wonderful imperfections that go with you, then make a promise that moving forward, you're going to bring a lot more of your wonderful, authentic, quirky self into the world, into your business and into the lives of your clients. All right, that's my uh, that's my kind of thoughts for the day. That's my musings that I wanted to share with you today. So I hope that's given you a little bit of food for thought. And uh, I really hope that somewhere on the line, maybe one of those messages was exactly what you needed to hear today. All right, have a lovely rest of your day, wherever you are in the world. And I will catch up with you on the next episode. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>